Always a pleasure to welcome Sandy Ronaldo from CTV and W5 to the show. Sandy, good morning. Good morning, John. You have a profile this week on W5 about Canada's Black Battalion, and this very much in keeping with uh, the advent of Remembrance Day as we approach Remembrance Day and telling stories of Canadian veterans. What's this one? So most Canadians have likely never heard of the Black Battalion or the Number 2 Construction Battalion, as they were called. We're going to go back to the First World War, John, and even before that, uh, the community of Africville, where uh, Blacks from the United States who are undergoing horrific discrimination and prejudice fled, hoping to find a better life. When the First World War came around, many of them wanted to enlist. They were turned away. There was no official policy on discrimination, but they were just not welcome. It wasn't until the war was well underway as Canadian soldiers died that the military needed boots on the ground. So there was a lobby to form a segregated unit called the Number 2 Construction Battalion. And there they were essentially engaged in them. Serving in the Canadian military was all about pride proud to be in Canada, proud to live in this country, and proud to serve. So it hasn't been until their descendants began digging a little deeper that we began to learn a lot about the systemic racism so many of them faced while they were with the Canadian military at the time. And it's fascinating the way you tell this story, how, you know, they weren't good enough to actually serve in combat, according to military command, but they could build all the bridges and provide the essential aspects of the Army's ultimate victory. Exactly. To help get them there. They were deprived of the proper uh, uniforms to wear, boots in the winter, socks. And what we learned through a diary that uh, found its way into the hands of a Canadian filmmaker, Anthony Stewart, who then went on to make a movie about it, um, a docudrama, was that when they went to seek medical care, many of them weren't believed and they were turned away by the Canadian doctors who were serving overseas with them. So of the 600 men who went overseas to, to England and then to France, two dozen of them died. And it's believed that the majority of those who died were at the hands of those who were supposed to look after them, who didn't give them what they needed in order to survive. It's a remarkable story. I look forward to seeing the full report tomorrow. Thanks, Sandy. Okay, take care, John.